Hello and welcome to the Arise and Build podcast. This is Jody Grace and we're here to inspire, educate, and activate believers in Missouri to steward and protect freedom in every area of life, especially here in the heart of America. We're going to be talking about what's happening right here in our culture, how it connects to scripture, and what we can do to bring our conservative Christian values back into the public square. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead, hit the subscribe button so you can get our updates and join us as we work together, just like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, to arise and build a wall around the great state of Missouri. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me on this Monday morning. It is Monday, February 12th, and I hope that you had an amazing weekend because I sure did, and I hope that you were just as happy as I was walking with the Lord this weekend. So I want to begin our time together with a verse. It actually came to me this weekend on a coffee mug. Um, I was, I had the privilege of being in Webb City, Missouri this weekend um, with a beautiful lady who's become a dear friend uh, very quickly. And I was so blessed. She has a, a, um, Christian bookstore, a coffee shop, and an art studio all in one just beautiful location um, on Main Street in Webb City. So if you are in that area of Missouri, I highly recommend you stop by. Don't miss it. It will be the highlight of your day. And um, on one of her shelves, she had a coffee mug that said, she walked with Jesus. That was her game-changing strategy. And the scripture reference for that wisdom comes from Isaiah 41.10. Now, it's not a direct quote of Isaiah 41.10, of course. Um, I know that scripture, and you know that scripture doesn't literally say she walked with Jesus. That was her game-changing strategy. But it was a perfect mug for Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend, and, and um, also just for me, for... Um, this government mountain that we've been called to. There is so much strategy that's involved um, in the political world, of course, and in government. And um, I believe that this battle that we face um, with our culture is a spiritual battle. And I believe that God's going to bring spiritual strategy for us. In fact, he spoke to me last year in 2023 He told me to gather the believers, and so that's what I've been trying my best to do since then, both online and in person. Uh, We've had gatherings, we've had meetings, we've had educational events, we've had worship at the Capitol. I've been hosting lunch after those worship sessions for um, those who are um, members of our membership, the Sword and Trowel. And, um, we've, I've just been trying to gather and network believers in every way possible with every door that opens. And he definitely opened a door for me to be in Webb city and in Joplin, um, over the weekend, speaking at Joplin family worship center, spending time there in the coffee shop with, uh, Tammy Brown. And it was just a divine encounter. I feel like the Holy spirit picked me up, gave me a sweet kiss and dropped me right into Web City on Saturday. And um, this was one of the gifts that he gave me was this mug that says she walks with Jesus. That was her game changing strategy. It's such a 
precious reminder to me every day that he spoke to me last year and said, you will not win these battles with political strategy. You will only win by the Holy Spirit. This is a spiritual battle and uh, it is by the Holy Spirit that you will win. And then he spoke to me very clearly and said, gather the believers. And uh, so that's what I'm even attempting to do here with the podcast is gather the believers, help equip the believers and inspire the believers to take action in your government mountain. So just for a second today, before we start talking about Missouri politics or Missouri government, um, I want to go back to this scripture in Isaiah and actually read it to you. Um, Actually, verse 10 picks up in the middle of a sentence, and I don't like to do that. I'd rather go back and read the whole um, context, read for context and put it all in perspective. So I'm going to just start in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 1. And I'm just going to read you a few of these verses, and I hope that it inspires you. It does me. Uh, The subtitle on that section is Fear Not, For I Am With You. And uh, that's a message of hope for you this morning. If you're looking around wondering what in the world is going on and seeing all these things, these things that are happening in our schools, these things that are happening in our government, these things that are happening, our economics at the grocery store and uh, just all of it. He is speaking to you this morning to fear not. He is with you. Verse 1 in chapter 41 of Isaiah says, Listen to me in silence, O coastlands. Let peoples renew their strength. Let them approach. Let them speak. Let us together draw near for judgment. So he's saying, listen to him in silence. And gosh, there's a a message even in, in that little phrase. Verse 2 is, who stirred up? One from the east whom victory meets at every step. He gives up nations before him so that he tramples kings underfoot. He makes them like dust with his sword, like driven stubble with his bow. He pursues them and passes on safely by paths his feet have not trod. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first and with the last, I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Everyone helps his neighbor and says to his brother, be strong. The craftsman strengthens the goldsmith and he who smooths with the hammer, him who strikes the anvil saying of the soldering, it is good. And they strengthen it with nails so that it cannot be moved. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen. Here we go. This is verse 8 into verse 9. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Praise the Lord. I don't know what that does for you this morning, but that encourages me and it excites me 
because when God says to me that he has chosen me, I believe he's saying to you that he has chosen you, that he has a plan and a purpose for your life. He has a call on your life and he has the strength and the strategy and all of the things that you need to fulfill that calling. So do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. He is your God. He is your strength. He is going to uphold you. He is going to provide for you. And in that, in his upholding, in his strength, in his wisdom and discernment and his speaking to you, he will show you. He will give you strategy. Holy Spirit will give you the strategy that you need to accomplish the things that he has set before you. I don't know if he's called you to the school board or to city council or to just start building relationships with your neighbors on your street. I don't know what he is calling you to do, but I know he is calling you. I know he will walk with you and he will give you the strategies and the plans and all of the provisions and the support that you need to accomplish his purpose, his perfect will in your life. And that affects not only your life, but the lives of those around you, which means it's changing the culture where you are at. Whether it's in your neighborhood or in your school or in your family or in your city council or in your county commission, in your business district, in your civic um, organizations that you're a part of. I don't know what he's calling you to, but he is calling. So I am asking you to sit at his feet this morning, spend some time with him and listen for what that calling is and then walk with him and he will show you the way. So um, I'm just excited to uh, today. I have had an amazing weekend uh, in Joplin. I spoke to um, the group there, the congregation at Joplin Family Worship Center Sunday morning. Oh my gosh, it was just so, such a wonderful presence of the Holy Spirit was there. Um, I was so blessed and encouraged uh, by the pastor there, Pastor Wormuth. And, um, I would again, highly recommend if you're in that area, pay them a visit. Um, he is on fire for the Lord and he is stirred up to make a difference in the culture there in Southwest Missouri in Joplin. He is talking about the things of today and how, um, to affect culture for the gospel, including voting and, um, being active, first of all, in prayer over, the government, and then also being educated and activated. So it's a, it's a great place to be. I loved it, enjoyed it so much. And so that brings me to today and I'm fired up ready for the week, which is a good thing because it's going to be a busy week here in the Capitol. I'm in Jefferson city and, um, I've got to get this recorded and then head to the Capitol because we have a rally happening today. We're going to begin over there at one Uh, we're calling it the Take Back uh, Missouri uh, rally. And um, I'm going to be emceeing that event and there will be several other grassroots organizations there. I know it's too last minute for you probably to get here now, but if you are local and you're planning on being there, I really would hope that you would search me out and introduce yourself so I can meet you. I love it when people do that. 
And um, just know that this won't be the last one. There are more coming up. The uh, next one is already scheduled for March 11th. So we're going to continue to offer the citizens of Missouri opportunity to come, to be educated, to learn, to be connected with their elected officials. And um, I hope that you'll be able to uh, participate in that, um, if not today, maybe in March or April. So um, as far as legislation and what's happening with legislation in Missouri this week, of course, we've been talking about the initiative petition process and um, amending our constitution so that it's actually protected, more so protected. And um, that comes through, we're dealing right now with a joint resolution. It's SJR, Senate Joint Resolution number 74. This is the one that came through committee um, after the Freedom Caucus filibustered a couple of weeks ago, and um, it did pass through committee. We hoped that we would see it on the Senate floor last week, and that did not happen. Um, so some interesting things uh, took place last Wednesday and Thursday on the Senate floor. Um, we had several bills that got laid over onto the informal calendar. And I actually did a video, a live video about that process in our Facebook group. And the Facebook group, if you'd like to be part of that, is called Missouri Freedom Foundation. Uh, search us up on Facebook. It's really easy for me to do Facebook live videos um, in that group. So if you want really up more up-to-date play-by-play information, that's a good place to find it. Um, please do, if you want to join, please do answer a question or two there so that I can um, add you into the group quickly. But um, I did a Facebook Live and explained that process. I don't have time to do that right here this morning. But um, the FRA, the Federal Reimbursement Act, was on the formal calendar along with our IP reform bill, SJR 74. Both of those things got laid over to the informal calendar. And um, so and along with a handful of other bills, all got laid over to the informal calendar so that they could deal with Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman's bill that would defund Planned Parenthood, which is a good bill. I am supportive of that um, idea, but it's just another, um, it's just uh, taking time. It's going to take time. We don't have to do that right now. I believe the more pressing issue is to get the um, IP bill passed so that it can move on to the house and we, it needs to finish the process quickly so that it can get to the governor's desk quickly. Uh, the FRA and the Defund Planned Parenthood bill probably is going to bring some filibustering from the Democrats and um, that's gonna eat up more time. That's gonna keep the um, initiative petition bill from being dealt with. So we'll see what happens today, but that's the situation when we go into session. They're gonna start at four o'clock this afternoon and our initiative petition bill is on the informal calendar now, which means that it can sit there for a long time. It doesn't have to be moved any further past that. It could actually die on the informal calendar if Senator Cindy O'Loughlin doesn't bring it up and bring it back to the floor. So we're hoping that Senator Coleman, who's the sponsor of our IP bill now, will be putting pressure on Senator O'Loughlin and that Senator O'Loughlin would bring it back up to the floor quickly that they could um, deal with it on the floor, deal with whatever amendments they're going to do. I, it is currently, its current form is concurrent majority, which means that when there would be ballot initiatives on the ballot for you to vote on, 
those ballot initiatives actually change our Missouri Constitution. Currently, we only require a simple majority, 50% plus one vote to pass a change to our Constitution. Concurrent majority ratification would mean that we would need a simple majority, yes, but also a majority of political districts across the state. And what seems to be the sticking point is which districts they want to use. Do they want to use congressional districts or house districts? Currently, the bill says house districts. Um, there are arguments both ways for that, but we'll see. I believe probably we will see on the floor an effort to change it to congressional because that's what Missouri Life to Right to Life is advocating for. But again, we'll see. The important thing is that it comes up on the floor for debate and gets dealt with. So uh, that's what we're primarily looking at this week. But also there are a lot of other bills flying around um, the legislature, flying through committees in both the House and in the Senate. Um, there's a handful of good things that we're supporting, but there are also several things that we feel like are detrimental to our individual, individual liberty and freedom. Uh, there are things um, flying around that are dealing with our water supply. There are things flying around dealing with our education systems. Uh, we want to make sure that our homeschoolers and our private schools are very protected and safe from any more regulation. Uh, so we're concerned about that. We are um, looking at a variety of different things, and I'll be talking about those um, very, very soon, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, here, there's just so much to do. And uh, so much to talk about, but I wanted to let you know what was happening today with our IP bill, the initiative petition bill, which is uh, the process by which um, we change or amend the Constitution outside of the legislature where the people actually have a voice to vote, but then we need to make some adjustments in how that's ratified. So um, if you don't mind, please be in prayer. Please be praying for that bill, SJR 74 to come up on the floor, that they would deal with uh, the Planned Parenthood issues and the FRA issues quickly or set them aside and bring up the initiative petition uh, bill, SJR 74. So I hope you guys are having a great day. I'm going to um, wrap it up here for today and hopefully be back here with you again tomorrow morning. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed and walk with the Lord. Um, today. So thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you found it beneficial and valuable. I'd really encourage you in the next few days to pick up your Bible and grab the practical tools you need to arise and build. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the blog at jodygrace.com. I'll see you soon.